Welcome to the Tax Alpha Solutions Podcast, hosted by Matt Chancy. Matt is a tax consultant, author, and certified financial planner with almost two decades helping his clients grow their net worth. On the show, Matt brings together an array of specialists to share with you their experience and success along with strategies of the 1%. Matt Chancy is with Coastal One, member FINRA SIPC. And now, here's your host, Matt Chancy. All right. Well, hello, everyone, today. This is Matt Chancy, and today I'm here. And my guest for the show today is uh, Lauren Cohen, who is an international lawyer, realtor, and cross-border expert, originally from Toronto and now in South Florida. Lauren is also a best-selling author and sought-after speaker, and she launched her own podcast, uh, Investing Across Borders, in late Mm -hmm. 2020. Lauren and her turnkey team believe in overcoming obstacles, navigating global expansion for business owners and real estate investors, while offering access to unique passive income opportunities. Lauren's superpower, I wish we all had a superpower. I like the fact you have a superpower. (laughs) Lauren's superpower uh, rests in, in paving a path to immigration visas through real estate and business investment, navigating the path for clients to invest, live, work, and play across borders. Lauren, thanks for coming on today. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here, Matt. Absolutely. Well, nice to meet you. Well, you know, um, so based on our little pre-call dialogue or whatever, a little bit to understand where we're at, you know, I understand you, you know, you've got a real estate background and you've got a law background and, you know, why don't you start off by just kind of telling everybody how those two professions come together. So to make you that superpower that you have and how you help the clients that you have, because that's a a unique skill set. Not everybody is real estate and, and legal there. Sure. Thank you. So originally I'm from Toronto. And um, my mom was in real estate when I was growing up. And I always knew that I had a connection to real estate. I came to the U.S. and actually initially wasn't even allowed to get my real estate license because I didn't have the right visa. So as soon as I got my green card, I got my real estate license. I've been a lawyer for a long time. (laughs) Almost three decades haven't helped me. What? Yeah, I know. Okay. I didn't just say that, but yeah. So I've been a lawyer in both Canada and the US and I got my real estate license mainly because I thought I would be doing referrals, which at the time I didn't for 14 years, I did nothing. I just kind of had my license. And then um, I started putting all the pieces together, being a cross-border lawyer, dealing with a lot of investors and created a signature program called How to Immigrate Through Real Estate. And it put me on the map. And so now I'm combining my real estate license with my law background and helping clients navigate their investments and visas across borders. I deal 90% with Canadians, but, you know, I don't exclude others and I don't discriminate. It's just that I'm Canadian. So they naturally come to me, you know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. You're cut from the same cloth, right? So they feel comfortable. We are. They, They like that. Yeah, very good. Makes sense. Well, well, let's talk about that a little bit then. You brought it up, you know, how to immigrate through real estate, right? Is that, did I get that right? Yes. Okay. So tell me what that program is. I mean, you created it, you labeled it, it's, you branded yeah. it. So it's a little bit of a misnomer because the reality is that you have to buy a lot of real estate. You can't be a flipper. You can't be a syndicator. You can't be a wholesaler. If you want to use real estate as a path to immigration, you have to buy like multifamily, mixed use, various types of real estate, Airbnbs, But as long as you're running a business, as opposed to being a passive real estate investor, and of course, a passive real estate investor is usually what we want to do because we want passive income, right? But with this model, you have to be an active business owner running a business as a real estate investor and hiring people to get a visa. 
So your investment threshold is a little higher. Otherwise, we can get you into a business for around 100,000, although it's not a hard and fast rule. And that around 100,000 um, is, you, we usually like franchises and other various types of businesses. And then you can invest in real estate as part of your business model, or even as a supplement to that, especially if you want to invest passively. And we have lots of great options there. Um, so, but to immigrate to real estate, we have a 10 step program and most of the steps are relevant, whether you're using real estate or a business or whatever, you know, the cross-border tax advice, you know, you're a tax guy, can't do much without tax guidance. And a lot of these people tend to do that and they don't get the right advice. And this is the number one biggest challenge. So it's been really a fun time. And right now there's a huge demand from Canadians to come into the U.S. and move into um, opportunities here and get out of Canada and get out of the you know lockdowns and frustration. And they're just really fed up. And winter has not helped much. It's helped me, but it hasn't helped them. Sure. Yeah, no, I get it. it makes sense. So somebody can come in from Canada, typically invest as small as $100,000, potentially get in a franchise type business, may or may not own the underlying real estate of that franchise type business. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of the path to potential citizenship. That's Well, that's- it's not a path to citizenship. There's difference. There's there's non-immigrant visas, which are the visas that are available this way. They're E2s and E1s and they're non-immigrant visa. They're five-year renewable visas, generally speaking, and only available if there's a treaty with your home country like Canada, Mexico. Not all countries have a treaty with the U.S. EB5, which is the program I know you know about, is a path to citizenship, but that's a minimum 500000 to a million investment and you have to create at least 10 new full-time permanent jobs. So it's just a different path and you can do them both. You know, you can do a non-immigrant and an immigrant path and you can even use the same business to apply for both. But it's all about creating a strategy from the get-go depending on your goals. Sure. Yeah. If, if, if owning these assets or owning these businesses and the goal is to have some type of a citizenship status, you have to right. clearly have a defined plan in front. And exactly. Not, it's a completely different model. Not do it in a haphazard model. way, right? That's yeah. correct. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, totally understand. So how do you market the services that you have today? Are you marketing that back in Canada? To yes, Canadians? we mainly market to Canadians. And that's because I it's a natural fit for me. And um, I hold webinars and I um, I hold Q&A sessions. And, you know, I obviously my podcast and I have some very high profile clients and we just um, really connect with them directly. Sure. Sure. Okay. Makes sense. Well, you know, I guess, tell me a little bit more about that, about how, so, so you market to Canada, you get to Canadians that are interested. They're like, Hey, I would, I'd like to explore more to go down this path. What does that path then kind of look like for them? I mean, how are you picking your franchises? Are you working with franchise consultants that are doing that? You already have a basket yeah. of some of them already work. Kind of walk us through that. Like, let's assume I was one because I'm super curious now. Like, this is an interesting process that I don't really know that much about. So like, if I wanted to do that, what would this look like? Well, there's two options. We have a group option and a one-on-one option. Obviously, there's a cost differential, especially these days because of the demand. But we initially look at, you know, getting your entity set up, what's the right structure, figuring out where you want to invest, what you want to invest in, what makes the most sense. We do a franchise assessment with you so that we can determine which franchises match your background. Sometimes we work with franchise brokers. Sometimes we do it directly. And it just depends on the client and their background and their profile and their risk tolerance and, you know, their business knowledge and so on. And then we match them up. We start down that process. There's due diligence on both sides. 
Maybe they want to invest in real estate. We develop an investment strategy for them based on that. And then we start working on um, getting them in, into the business, getting them across the border. If there, there's vaccination issues, we have to deal with that these days too. And sure. it's a very big issue when you're crossing borders right now. You know, we can't guarantee anything about the border. We can only help with the visa and there's not even guarantees there. So we, we help them. There's two paths, depending on if you're vaccinated or not, actually three. And then we, um, once we get them across the border and into the business, we then start working on the business plan, which is the most important document in the process. And it's a visa-oriented business plan, not like the business plans you've seen. It's very focused on the visa process. And once the business plan is done, so that's phase one is getting the business, getting across the border. Phase two is the business plan and phase three is the visa. So the business plan then goes to the to our immigration attorney team and they develop the visa petition, submit to the immigration service or, or to the consulate, wait for the interview and get the deal processed. Okay. So it's, so in my mind, when I hear that it connects a dot, like if you're going to use SBA lending to buy a business. No, right? SBA lending is available. Oh, no, no, no. But no, but if not, but what I'm thinking is so like to get an SBA loan, one of the things you have to do is come up with a business plan for the thing mm-hmm. you're going to buy. You can't get approved without it. Right? right. So build a plan first and then go do the other thing. So it's kind of right. analogous to it in that way. Right. It like, is definitely because, and it's really a one-stop shop and most people don't offer that, you know, you have an immigration attorney, you have a transactional attorney, you have a business plan, right? you have a franchise broker. We're a one-stop shop, but built based on our team, our both internal team and our subcontracted team that we work with regularly. All of our professionals are highly trained, vetted professionals that we've worked with before and that will deliver the level of service that our clients command and deserve. Nice. Interesting. That's, that's very cool. And that makes a lot of sense because nobody wants somebody to do part of it and then go, hey, figure out the next couple of steps. Well, a lot of people do if they want to save money. And, you know, that's, there's a cost to that. You save a little money, but you're going to lose a lot of time and you could end up having to do everything over because you did it wrong. It's just like anything. It's like going to multiple doctors and getting medications that don't match each other. And then you end up getting sick or you have a reaction because they're not communicating. Our approach is holistic. Yeah. Okay. No, makes sense. I mean, I would, you're right. Everything is a function of cost, right? If you can afford mm-hmm. it, is it worth it to have a, to right. have an integrated front to back solution, but not everybody's willing to, this no, more, but it's more value. Yeah. It's Our value. value is in the service. That's right. Cost is only an issue in the absence of value, right? Correct. <laughs> well, so tell me how this connects a little bit to the real estate thing, because I, I know you have a real estate license also, right. and I think you said you're with a brokerage EXP. Is that correct? Correct. I'm with EXP. I'm on the commercial side, and we can also use commercial real estate is a great way to get a visa, you know, buy a multifamily, buy mixed use, buy uh, commercial buildings, buy self-storage, mobile home parks, and you can use that as a path to a visa as well. Same process, just go through the steps and it's the same three phases that we um, use. It's just that we're going to invest in real estate instead of investing in a franchise or a business. So it's like my big fat Greek wedding. You replace how to immigrate through real estate which, with how to immigrate through investment or business investment. Okay. Gotcha. So it's, it's replaceable at that point. So let me ask you a question. Does it have to be pure real estate or could it be syndicate type real estate? No syndication because that's passive. Okay. Gotcha. So they have to be actively involved in running a business. Now, if they create the syndication, maybe that's a path, but then they'd have to be the actual principals, you know, offering that syndication or that read to, to others. 
Gotcha. Understood. It has to be on the active side for it to qualify Correct. for the citizenship path or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Unfamiliar. This is a little uh, new territory. I understand bits and pieces of it, but not exactly like through, you know, the, the interesting parts of it. So cool. For and sure. so you were to, and so and on our pre-call, you were telling me a little bit about EXP, about, you know, you mentioned some of the technology that EXP is bringing to the plate that a lot of people aren't bringing today. And uh, we didn't go into that before. Why don't you go into that now? Because I'd love to hear what makes that that piece of what you're doing a little bit different than someone else. And I'm just. Well, EXP as a brokerage is fully cloud-based. So everything we do is in the cloud. It's in a program called the XP world, which is a Verbella based platform where we have an avatar and we go in and, you know, they don't even, you could be in your pajamas. You could be doing whatever. They don't see you. They see your avatar and it's definitely the way of the future. And it's been great. And you can have, you know, like thousands and thousands of people attend your um, events without ever leaving their home. So it definitely was built for this uh, pandemic. And indeed, an EXP has gone from, I think when I started, probably about 30,000 to over 70,000 agents now worldwide. We are in 18 countries and going into three more this quarter. So you guys have been having meetings in the metaverse and the metaverse wasn't even existed yet. Correct. You, were, you were in the metaverse before it was the metaverse. That is a hundred percent correct. <laughs> I did not know this even existed. Okay. This is so, okay. And for my lack of education, what makes that materially different? Cause if I were going to use a group learning or group educating platform, I would use a webinar type deal or some type of difference. Right. So how much more effective in your opinion, cause you're using a tool like this is living in the metaverse as opposed to living in a webinar and, and distributing your content or your, this way. So I don't really deliver my content this way. This is EXP's content, although we do have a private uh, I guess it's a, a, like we have a boardroom and um, meeting rooms within EXP that are branded to my company. But I present on Zoom when I do webinars, not in EXP world. But today I just did a session in EXP world for EXP agents and realtors and professionals. And so, um, you know, I, I, the slides are on a, a virtual stage and it's pretty cool. If you've never seen it, I'm happy to share a guest pass um, that you can check it out and join, you know, no obligation. Just check out what EXP world is all about. It's very cool. Super interesting. Never, never heard of it at all. So I'm completely like, you know, and I, I have a real estate license. I don't, you know, I don't really function that way, but I, I do have it. I've had it for a long time. So totally well, maybe it. it's time for you to look at EXP. You never know. <laughs> there you, yeah, you never know. Things change, right? Things That's change. for sure. So based on what you're doing, give me a few of maybe the cornerstone, um, either things that people need to know to be in the business that you're in or to understand how to work with you in your business, or a couple of the key misunderstandings that people like are the common things that people come into trying to have this relationship with you that they don't understand clearly that you have to correct right off of the bat to get them kind of goal aligned to, to help get across the finish line. Well, one thing people don't understand for sure is that lawyers offer professional courtesy discounts to other lawyers. So this is a big challenge because when there's transparency, clients are like, well, why is that happening? Why don't I get the discount? doesn't work that way. The client doesn't get the discount. It's just a professional courtesy situation that happens. My business is built on those relationships because that allows me the the leverage to be able to service the client at a higher level and be able to service them on multiple platforms. Um, a Good client referral for me is somebody that really is interested in moving to the U.S. 
and developing a business or investing in real estate and getting a visa, or even just investing in real estate and setting up the proper structure, especially from a tax perspective. Okay. Gotcha. Or, and I'm assuming the way that you explain that, it led me to believe that you have existing relationships with networks of attorneys yes, that are having... Okay. So they're having these kind of conversations with clients and those attorneys are saying, I know an attorney that specializes in this area and I can connect that dot for you and be part of that process. Right. And also in terms of realtors, I have a network of like internationally, a network of up to 70,000 realtors. And we have, we do referral agreements as appropriate for clients that are looking to invest in real estate, no matter where it is in, in all of the places that we are present, that EXP is present. So that's a big part of my service offering as well as making sure the client gets the best coverage and wherever it is that they're looking to invest. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. So those, are those real estate agents asking questions like, hey, you could be buying this real estate in Toronto, but have you ever thought about buying real estate in Miami Beach? They're right? always talking about, especially with the pricing, you know, the prices down here are not much better, but definitely Toronto is out of control. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, we're and starting Cooper, to get a lot I of, think is even worse, but yeah, it's pretty bad. Starting to get a lot of areas where the price feels like it's yeah, exactly. out of control. So yeah, hopefully it's not any kind of a bubble that we're dealing with. Who, who knows, I hope right? not. I think too many of us remember the, what happened in 07, 08, 09. Oh um, yes, for sure. From a real estate standpoint. So very interesting. So what have I not asked? Knowing what I know, and I'm I'm a novice over here compared to what you know in your space. What a person like me, what should I be asking you? Well, you mentioned to me about the, what did people want? What should people avoid? So I have a slide about the 10 10, uh, things to avoid are the top 10 mistakes when investing across borders. And the most common mistake, as I'm sure you can imagine, is that people don't hire the right professionals or they just hire the cheapest or the one that's at the top of Google or whatever the case may be. They don't pay attention to the proper vetting. They don't do the proper vetting of deals. They just invest because the numbers are good. Oh, let me see. There's $50,000. Look under the hood. You know, they don't use other people's money. They don't use creative financing. They don't get access to funding because they don't know that there are funding resources available when they are investing cross borders. There's just so many challenges that you can overcome if you're working with the right professionals and people set up the wrong entities all the time. And you know what happens? You end up paying all of your income to the tax guy, whether it be the IRS or the Canada Revenue Agency or whatever. So why bother? Do it right the first time and you'll end up being much more successful in the short and long term. Yeah. Well, it's a lot easier to do it right the first time than it is to have to go back and fix somebody else's mistake, right? Uh, That's what lawyers are notoriously doing and people don't realize because if you just did the thing right the first time, it wouldn't be a firefighter. It would be a fire preventer and your house would not be burning down. You'd actually have the house intact. Maybe it would cost you a little bit to protect that home, but isn't that better than losing all your stuff? Yeah. Yeah. No valid, valid point. Absolutely makes a ton of sense. Well, well, Lauren, I appreciate you sharing. And, and like this, like I said, world that I am kind of a little bit unfamiliar with, I touch it a little bit because of my real estate experience and, and the stuff I know in the tax world and other things. But, you know, this is kind of a whole different way to skin that cat, you know. Uh, Absolutely. People, so it's very interesting to even know that that ecosystem is out there. So well, anything- I'm happy to share anything with you at any time. Um, you know, maybe you'd like to come to my mastermind tomorrow. And that might be cool for you. If you seem very interested, I'm going to put it in the chat also and would love yeah. to have you. All of my 
my stuff is generally at realestateacrossborders.com. We have masterminds, we have masterclasses, we have Q and A's, we have all kinds of stuff. So I'd love to connect with you and, you know, help you invest in real estate, invest across borders and find a path to a visa if that's in your future. Sure. I mean, I have people ask me those kind of questions every once in a while, believe it or not. And I just, I'm like, I know there's some programs that exist, but it's not really my core thing. Right. So, right. you know, how it's, everything has its own nuance to it. Right. That and, is the truth. And I think we understand that in the medical business, right? Like I think people go to their primary care doctor and they're not feeling well. And the doctor asks them some questions and said, oh, I've got to send you to an oncologist or something and to take care of that. But in our world, like, they think an attorney is attorney is an attorney. No, sometimes. goodness, no. When you, no, that's for sure. They do. People think that all the time. I don't touch tax. I'm not a criminal lawyer. I'm not a family lawyer. I know what I do and I do it well. And that's, you know, that's it. And I like to keep it that way and bring in the experts to do what they do best because that way my clients are best protected. Yeah, makes sense. Hire the right expert for the right job and you're going to get a better outcome. Correct. Yeah. Every time. I agree with that 100%. I have just finding the right experts sometimes or even knowing that that person exists sometimes. It's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So very good. Well, Lauren, I appreciate you taking the time to be on today. Um, you know, just tell everybody where they can find you because if, if somebody sees this, I want to make sure they know exactly how to find you. Sure. So it's a, you can find me at realestateacrossborders.com or investingacrossborders.net, or everything that's about me is branded on those two brands, mainly investing across borders, including my podcast and my Facebook and LinkedIn and you name it, you can find me. And Lauren Cohen, thank you so much for having me. And I'm looking forward to getting to know you better as well. So thank you. You got it. Well, thanks, Lauren. I really appreciate you being on the show today. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. You as well. Thank you for listening to another episode of Tax Alpha Solutions brought to you by Matt Chancy. We hope you enjoyed listening to this week's guests and insight. If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. 